song by Dan Rawlings. Thank you, Dan Rawlings, for sending that in to us to have a listen. I hope we don't mind. We thought we'd open the episode. Yeah. Because it was bloody brilliant. It was really good. Um, Dan sent it to us a couple of weeks back. Uh, he let us know that he's started a music course at college and he's got a little mini studio together and he's started making stuff. So we did a cover of our tune because he's very kind about liking it. Um, so thanks for that, Dan. Yeah, uh, that was great. The, if you want to hear the rest of it, of course, we'll be playing at the end of the episode. Yes. Um, where um, were we? It's probably worth clarifying that you're not laughing at the theme. No, that's no, true. We that's should, just we should, how we introduce the episode. We should probably carry on with the laugh. Yeah, because I, I need to hear the punchline. Yeah, of course. What is the punchline? Um. <laughs> 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 then it said, "Can we have chocolate and tater tots?" <laughs> On SoundCloud. Now continue with the podcast. Okie dokie. Welcome, ah. ladies, lords, gentlemen, whiffs, waifs, and strafes to another episode of Big Damn Cast. I am 18 of your worst nightmares, but not <laughs> the ones you'd put in the top 20. I am a fusion of human and symbiotes. Oh. That sounds wrong and painful. <laughs> it does sound wrong and painful. But we're not alone. We are, what, like. Aliens like ET we've, for home. We've picked up three parasites. And we mean that in the endearing <laughs> way. It's a compliment. It's a terrible line from the movie. I mean that in an endearing way. But they are eating our liver as we speak. Mm. Um, mm, from, from the marvellous side of the internet, please welcome three of the current Five Who fans team. Um, but there can be only one, so we will be forcing them to kill one another. At the end of this episode, that does include you, Chris. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm absent. Yeah. I'm, I'm like the, I'm like the Beyonder. I watch I am... these events with the Watcher. Yeah, it's a contest of champions, and I'm here just to absorb. Uh, and what I absorb right I'm now, I'm just going to absorb you right now. Is the lovely Billy Tracy? Hello, Billy. Hello. Say hello to the people. Hello. Do it again. Hello. Oh yeah. <laughs> Once, twice, three times the Billy. The delectable Jonathan Hargreaves Granston. <laughs> it's not your name, is it? That's no. not my name. John, John, John Granston, but it should be. Hargreaves. Hargreaves. <laughs> J-H-G. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to get a coat of arms made for you. you have to have it so I was sitting there going, what shall I say I'm made of? And then I just get thrown off by... <laughs> we'll start as we mean to go on because we mean to go on is a hot Jonathan Ask Jeans grandson. <laughs> there we go. Oh please no. <laughs> and um, he's fresher than Bing. Um, he's our president. If he, he should he should if he looks good then we look good. He should have the fri- the flyest the freshest planes 
viral sensation and possible future murderer, Dan Sherratt. Hello, Dan. <laughs> Hello. Who's Bing? So, Bing? Bing Crosby. Bing. Old singer. Yeah, the, well, no, I, was yeah. Thinking, I was thinking more of the search engine, but if you want to go... Bing. Well, oh, yeah, well, the search engine that, that Spider-Man uses in that Spider-Man movie. I feel like I've The been tra- scientific feel... genius Spider-Man oh, uses God. Bing. He does. Very good. But you know what he doesn't use? Mm. I'm asking if anyone knows what he doesn't use. Um, physics. Time? One thing I was impressed by Venom. John, how We've dare not you? even started talking you about the movie the episode, yet. John. Oh, the episode, I, no, which... I've been meaning to say this for about a week and I keep forgetting it, but now oh, it's Lord. in my head, which is, it's the first Sony movie I've seen where they don't do constant Sony product placement. True. People in that world use other devices. Well. But the... Um, story devices? No. Yeah. Sequel devices. He's got one of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, true. he does. That's true. He does have a Mac, doesn't he? Mm. And it really stuck out to me because it's like, but that should be a Sony Fire. Because it's just mm. it's just Tom Hardy's <laughs> Mac. They it's just his Mac. He's got a camera in his son. It's like all Martin. all all of his costume is just his clothes. <laughs> <laughs> That's just it's his just, motorbike. Just Tom Hardy's clothes, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those wondering uh, at home why these fine gentlemen have joined us and why there's so much moith and nonsense, it's simply because last week we were all together uh, for a lovely occasion and... It was Chris's bar mitzvah. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was my bris. Dan sharpened the scalpel. John held me down. Um, it's alright, Christopher, I've been through it, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> there were several of us together in one locale, and as the evening began to wrap up for lovely drinks and dreams and thoughts and whatnots and whiffles, um, y'all brought up the topic of Venom, mm-hmm. and you said, have you seen it yet? And I was like, no, I've been quite busy this week, sort of getting home and sleeping. And been quite busy, yeah. Reception, getting married. Getting married. All that stuff. Um, and uh, But the instant reaction then, as a collective... Because it was you three and Phoenix who all at the same time went, oh, you've got to see it though. You really have to see it. In a way that captured my heart. Because I, I, at this point, I wasn't like, we were going to see it, weren't we? Like, we were going to have to talk we, about we, it this week regardless. We host yeah. a pop culture podcast of nonsense and bollocks, but... Um, Venom's been getting so much buzz for good or bad that we were, we were never not going to be able to talk about it. Didn't mean I was looking forward to it. And then I, then I saw your reaction. Um, which was a mix of you will have a great time and we would like to know what you think of this, which usually implies this is dreadful. Please give us your thoughts on it. Um, so today, uh, the year of our Lord, Wednesday the 17th of October. Uh, you remember this date for the rest of your I life. Bloody well will. Billy Kins took Matthew and myself to the Kenimoir mm. to uh, see... By force. Yes, possibly. <laughs> I, d- I did say to you, it's a terrible movie. You're gonna love it. <laughs> and I think and that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, also, I was very excited because, like, this is the first time I think I've seen a superhero movie before Chris. Yeah, yes, it's yeah. like yeah. I've, we've we've seen a few be- together, but like you've it always was... watched it on the night of release. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like, the last few times we went to the cinema before um, before you moved. Into our turf. It was, um... Black Panther. Welcome to Panther. Welcome to turf. I've seen it, like, twice already, I think, at yeah. that point. I've seen it on the night release and then I've seen it with my brother. Um, like a Batman movie last year, we had a similar thing. Oh, that was good. Guardians well. 2, yeah. So, 
Yeah, I mean, partly out of obligation due to Big Damn Cast, I try and see stuff that we can release so we can talk about it when everyone's sort of good in their mind. And partly because I've got an Odin Limitless card, I'm like, oh, go on, let's go see it. I mean, it's always on my mind. You're always on my mind. You are always on my mind. <laughs> Tell me. Sorry. What are your thoughts of Venom? Um, um, segues. Um, let's... But yeah, I, I, I wasn't in a rush to see this for practical reasons, but also just because I was like, I, do I want to? I know how bad this is going to be. Yeah. I didn't realise I was going to enjoy how terrible it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this quite so make, make no bones about it. Venom is hot. Garbage. It is, it is dumpster fire deliciousness. It is absolute dog shit. Go it see has, it. Go see it. it now. It has no structure. There's a huge swath of the plot missing. Yes. What plot there is is boring. The effects are bad. Yes. Um, it's not particularly interestingly directed or shot. But there's just such a there's just such a glee in how terribly it's all been put together. Yeah, it, it's a... It, John, you summed it up beautifully before we recorded. You, you said it was like watching a, a train crash in slow motion. motion, watching all the parts... Whirring away, trying yeah. to do something, but you know it's too late because it's already off kilter and heading very slowly towards the water. So the best thing you can do, really, is admire what's happening. Yeah, yeah. it's just sit <laughs> back... Relax and Venom. <laughs> watch Venom just happen in front yeah. of you. It's, be- it's beautiful, like a like an explosion is beautiful. Yes, you don't want to be anywhere near it. No, but you have to watch it. Yes, um, when... don't, like there's a there's a fondness I think as well. Like we, we... <laughs> well, I don't know how much of that is like what we've kind of added to it ourselves. Oh I, no, 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 no! Because that, you'd be indicating there that there's subtext, but this film is all text. Um, and huge chunks of it are missing yes a lot of that text is just not there (laughs) but like but uh, I still remember the first thing I think I said to to you guys when we walked out of the cinema last week was ah it's the best film of 2004 (laughs) yeah yeah I think the the common sentiment amongst us is is if this movie had come out in that early um, oh god in that early period of yes oh god of superhero boom so like between like, 97 when Blade came out and yeah, like 2004 when you got things like Spider-Man 3. Electra's on the horizon. And... Another Avi Arad Vanity project that was terrible. Yeah. Um, then yeah, then people would have looked at this movie and gone, yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was, you know, but we've since learned what it's... this genre can be yeah. on the big screen. And um, it's, Oh, it's formulaic, really beautiful, character-led, and spectacular, and fun. More mm. importantly, this thing can't even manage to be formulaic because yeah. it's just not all there. Well, it is based on one formula. It's based on the formula written on the back of a napkin, probably by yeah. exec producer Avi Arad, who's an exec producer at Sony Pictures. And all he's written on the napkin is the word moist. He's <laughs> <laughs> not even written the word moist. He just he's just dribbled on it oh yeah <laughs> put it between his lips and just gone <laughs> just a little bit just gently we've, we've delved into Avi Arad before um, but lo- the, why the, the long and the short of it basically is the guy was the head of Toy Biz uh, the company that saved Marvel from bankruptcy in the early 90s through merchandising yeah um, and 
then he had a big sway in saying what they did going forward. He was very fond of Venom and Carnage, the Spider-Man villains. I bet and if he you asked him into every project. If you ask Avi Arad, tell me three things about Venom and or Carnage. Well, uh, they've got a cool and unique look, and mm. uh, they um, they are very popular in the nineties. They sort of love tell toys. me, tell me what makes Venom compelling as a character, Abby? Uh, he's uh, he, the look. Look at him. The look is so amazing. He's, look, the look. Look at him. It's look the bone he has for Eddie Brock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, he now has the sweet, sweet love story. <laughs> Avi Arad has pushed for Venom so hard that he forced Venom and the symbiote into Spider-Man 3 against Sam Raimi's wishes. Forced that parasite up its bum. Oh, he's got one up his ass as well. Yeah, and there it was. And and, and the results speak for itself. Spider-Man 3 is the most messed up of those three. It's clearly sort of been derailed by something. And that something is the the, the subplot of the movie. The black suit and, and the eventual Venom yeah. thing. And I think all the bad stuff in that movie stems from the black suit Venom yeah. plotline. Some of the... Some of the intentionally and accidentally charming things from that movie come from that as well. I mean, well. one of the big problems that movie has is the is the um, sudden exposition butler. Yes. Which is only necessary. The blade that pierced his body yeah. came from his trailer. <laughs> only two films but it's only yeah. It's only... Um, that, that is only necessary because so much of the film is taken up by Venom bollocks. The, well, no, that's this com- film. This film's got the Venom well, Also, yes, yeah, this one. Uh, oh, but they yes. have to compress the, all, you know, the actual story that, that Sam Raimi wanted to tell into that. Yeah. Into... He's trying to tell a story with Sandman, Harry Osborn, and maybe the Lizard. So... And he had to get rid of one of them and make that film. But Avi Arad was determined. Yeah. Uh, there was talk immediately after Spider-Man 3 of a Venom spin-off. Uh, despite Eddie Brock and the symbiote being killed at the end of Spider-Man 3 by an explosion. Also, it being really bad. Yeah, that too. Um, my spider sense is tingling. If you know what I'm talking about. Wow, ah! Christ. Then the Amazing Spider-Man series comes along and immediately there is talk again in Sony of there being a Venom movie spearheaded by Avi Arad. At this point, a very angry Avi Arad because his protege has now gone on to completely run Marvel Studios and make it a massive success. <laughs> in 2012, Avi Arad's The Amazing Spider-Man is a thing, whilst Kevin Feige's Avengers Assemble is the biggest thing since sliced Captain America. How like, much it's of Kevin huge. Feige's um, you know, outlook and, and approach was just going, what did Avi do? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. He definitely learned from him. He learned what not to do. Yeah. Basically. And a wise man learns from a fool's mistakes. Yeah. But Avi Arad is a... That's pretty good. Did you get that a fortune cookie? Um, yes. It was Cereal the fortune package. cookie we got today. The one that also said, you have no future. It's been a day. It was beautiful in many ways. Um... But yeah, so Avi Arad, Avi Arad is he's a persistent fool, alas, and he's always forced it. You can apparently glimpse the Venom symbiote in the closing scenes of Amazing Spider-Man Two, amongst the what Matt referred to as the pick and origin closet. Or something. Yeah, the, 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 the room, the room of many origins. Yeah, it was uh, the trailer of a man with a stick walking past the doctor. doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, it's, I, it's, yeah if yeah. I remember correctly, it's like the vulture wings, the Doc Ock arms, Rhinos. the rhino suit. Yeah. Um, there's some there's some nondescript j- jars yeah, and, and non- nondescript you in a jar 
Norman Osborn's head in a jar. Which didn't make the final cut, but there are photos of it's it. It's in there. Who's Norman Osborn again? Uh, uh, the, Chris Cooper. Chris Cooper in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Harry Osborn's dad, who's dying of the disease. Goblin this, actor. This yeah. actually turning him into a green goblin. Yeah. So rather than actually having him be the, the, the green goblin. The implication Lyris. being that they were going to bring Norman back as a severed head, probably attached to a mech suit, and he would be the green goblin. That would have been excellent. These films are the worst thing no, so no. Bad. Let him do all of the films. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I will watch all of that man's films. Avi Arad <laughs> has tried to be involved in as many so things as possible. The, the Spider-Man projects he's at arm's length with, in terms of the creative side of it, yeah. are Into the Spider-Verse. I believe he is credited on that as an exec producer. Which looks he's not great. Been, he's not... Tamp- he's not touched that. Sony Pictures Animation and their guys have been spirit in that. Yep. Um, but the other one was Spider-Man Homecoming. His his um, contractual stuff means that he should be an exec producer for any Spider-Man movie. However, Kevin Feige put up every possible barrier he could. Mm-hmm. And as a result... Let's keep Abby as far away from this as possible. And as a result, Homecoming is the most sort of you know, a cut and dry, clean, enjoyable Spider-Man movie since Spider-Man Two. As yeah. a result, it's the best. It's the that. best Spider-Man they've made since Two. Uh, yeah, subjective. Uh, I'd agree, but others would fight you to the death, I, sir. Uh, like they, Dan. Yeah, Dan would kill you. You'd be wrong, Dan. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Just, I, just no. to, just for Dan, just for this. How many times did you see The Amazing Spider-Man Two at the cinema? It was only three. <laughs> Were you, Dan, were you trying oh, to spot the Venom symbiote? I wanted to see it. Where is it? <laughs> Dan, Where is it? Dan nearly single-handedly saved the Amazing Spider-Man series. If you if, just watched it one, one more time, time yeah. there would have been a third film. If you, must, if you must be masochistic, Dan, there are quicker and cheaper ways to cause yourself serious injury. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you take away from this week's episode, folks? Take it from me. (laughs) Don't watch The Amazing Spider-Man three times. Two, three times. Don't watch either of them three times. (laughs) Don't watch any spider... Boy. Boy films. Definitely don't watch Spider-Boy. That goes places. Well, I'm confused. Um, All I'll say is, Avi Arad has finally gotten his every wish. (laughs) Uh, And... Do you think that they, they that he was like, I want to make it, I want to make it, mm. and and Marvel were like, all right, you do that, we'll do the next Spider-Man Home movie. Well, there's we'll talk, we'll get to this toward the end, but that's the, wrapped, fu- by the way, future of this fra- yeah, wrap today. Mm. Uh, the future of this franchise is in an odd, very Sony beneficial direction as of this week. It's been doing pretty well. Mm, but in terms of the future of this extended Spider-Man universe <laughs> and the success of Venom, Sony may be able to make a play to take back their toy. Possibly. So we'll get but we'll get into that later. I don't wanna I don't wanna start on a down note. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this I want to get into it now. We were describing before like what I was trying to sum up to Billy like what I think all of this has led to, and I'm gonna be graphic. I think it I think it's oh please, the best please. Way to... I, I I love graphics. Venom the movie exists. It'd be more graphic than the film. Venom the movie exists so that Avi Arad can finally say that the Venom movie exists, and I guarantee this past weekend he took home the cinema ticket from the first screening he attended. I know where this is going. Went into the executive bathroom at Sony Pictures, jerked off into it, folded it into an origami swan, left it by the sink, and walked out of the bathroom proud that he could finally say, "I did it." 
did it. I, I jerked off onto a Venom ticket. The film exists. <laughs> so I could use it to clean up my leavings. Cuts back to the executive uh, bathroom. You hear a flush. And out wanders Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Looking exhausted. And he's <laughs> Looking very tired. And he washes his hands. He's like, oh man, I'm so tired. This isn't a good Stan Lee voice. Strange <laughs> Stan to say that. But <laughs> My Stan Lee voice is bad today. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes to pick up he goes, oh, look, an origami oh, no. thing, and he gets it all over his hands. I thought he'd be looking for a tissue. Yeah. Uh, this one is already wet. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Well, now that we've literally spunked into the hands of Stan Lee. Oh, no. What we're going to do is we're going to chat for about 10 minutes. Spoiler free. That's it. That's the entire podcast. We're chat for 10 minutes, spoiler free, just in case there are folks out there who, who want to know a bit more, but are thinking I might go and watch it. Go watch it now. Um, if you no, think I you haven't. want to know a bit more about Venom without spoilers, you don't. You just need to watch it and then come back and listen to this. Yeah. But in a, but do it, you need to but watch it? No, that, I if I could, yes. After that, we'll let loose because I think we need to talk about this. In depth. I don't know if I can, in all good faith, recommend that you pay to see this film but I cannot condone oh no I want to trick as many people as possible if you have a trick if he means I mean recommend if you have a limitless card or a Cineworld card or whatever go crazy I have a limitless card I I didn't see it with limitless I saw it at view oh Oh, why I was forced to spend an extra five pound and it was worth it. Oh no! <laughs> You're an equal distance on foot to both versions of the cinema. Glowing <laughs> recommendation from Dan there. It's because we had a buy one get one free. Oh and right! So I got him for free. That was technically like my birthday present. Ah! <laughs> you was it the greatest bastard. birthday present you've ever received? I had many interesting things happen on my birthday. One of which was Doctor Who. One of which was indeed the Doctor of Who. The the Ooh. Monument Ghost. Oh, no, was it the one before? No, that? no, no. It was the one before. Oh, that was your birthday. Yeah. Chris nice. Chibnall's birthday present to John. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. So, did you remember listens. to write back? I just thanked him here on the podcast. Okay. Yeah, he's a regular listener. He listens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he is listening, can you freaking send me those pictures from the CBBC <laughs> Summer Social, please? You took my number. You said you were going to. If he is Who's listening. Him? I want them. They were funny pictures. One of the two of us with Hacker. It was great. If you are listening, Chibbers, yeah. give us a job. I can do that. If you are listening, Chibbers, give us a job. Don't fuck it up. Old boy, old bean, don't fuck it up. Yeah, um, good luck with Bruce. Anyway, sorry. Oh, if you want our thoughts on the Ghost Monument, forget it. But if you want their <laughs> thoughts on the Ghost Monument, five year fans. Well, it's all right. We can just sit by silently whilst you two discuss it. For yeah. A bit. No. Well, we need to talk about Venom first. Oh, sorry. Venom. Let's, Venom Venom let's stay. Let's stay on topic. Right. Spoiler free thoughts. Spoiler free. It's good. Okay, let's move on to spoilers. Um, let's, let's start like uh, surface level um, oh. Tom Hardy what the hell what is Tom, Tom doing in this he's playing drunk for most of the film but I'm also not convinced he isn't actually drunk is it weird that when you just yeah. said Tom Hardy and I'm thinking of Venom as well I instantly just thought of like a a giant gummy bear <laughs> 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 and that's that's my review of Tom Hardy in this film. <laughs> There's something about his performance that is like a gummy bear. No, Sky Mobile is different. Which? Right, okay. <laughs> You're an animation guy. Hello. Are we talking 
Gummy bears, the animated show, or just the no. big squishy sweets? The big squishy sweets. Okay, just checking. The actual giant gummy bear. Yeah. My next question, what? Uh, <laughs> when you said Tom Hardy yeah. in this film, and I was thinking of Venom, for some reason my brain went, gummy bear. <laughs> and then I instantly, my brain just composited a perfect shot of, 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 of where Tom Hardy should be walking down the street looking sullen. Instead of that, it's just a gummy bear squeaking down the street. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. Pre-packaged sandwich and a bottle of Pepto-Bismol in its hand. I mean, he is rubbery yet moist in this movie. I'm That's, really yes. surprised. Yeah. I'll take that. You'll, That's, find, you'll find him in a bag of Haribo. That's why my brain's misfiring. <laughs> was it a misfire or was it a direct hit? <laughs> into the Tom Hardys. Hard to I, tell these days. Right into the Hardys. His entire makeup process in this movie is just somebody splash him from the collarbone up with water. He, he was very wet in this. Mm. There's mm. a lovely, like, kind of moist triangle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very sweaty man. But he never gets sweaty under his armpits, I've noticed. It's always around his neck. He has very good deodorant, but he only puts it on under his armpits. Mm-hmm. He's actually... What is that? Tom Hardy is unique amongst most men in that all of his sweat pores are in his chest. <laughs> He's done so much, you know, bodybuilding and weight loss and bodybuilding and weight loss that his his skin has stretched to the point where his armpits are where his nipples should be. <laughs> so all, all of his sweat emanates from that area on his body and he's completely smooth under his arms. He has to actually get little armpit wigs. He's bronzed and smooth to this yeah. day. You know, it's sort of... It, 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 it's it's really allowed the Merkin industry to branch out. I I think that he was telling the absolute truth through the week. We put a poll about this on our Twitter last week, actually, and, and the vote was overwhelmingly in favour of him telling the truth. Because a few weeks ago, he was asked in an interview, what's your favourite thing about this movie? And he said, the 40 minutes they've cut out of it. <laughs> and, and they've definitely cut 40 minutes out of this movie. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus. I think he was way invested in this. It's not a phoned-in performance, but it's the Tom Hardy turning into the new Johnny Depp type thing. Yeah. It's like, Johnny Depp, what funny hat can he wear this time? Tom Hardy, what funny voice and walk can he have this time? He's definitely having fun with it. Yeah, oh God, he's having a blast. He's he's got got so many walks in this. When he settles down to the yoga, he walks like... some kind of creature this is before he's infected <laughs> like this is just him in some pajamas he's just, he's just limping and hobbling around everywhere like a little old Tom Hardy is there going to be a twist that he was already already infected by <laughs> he's already infected that, by just having broken everything would that be how spoilers but is that would that be how someone else the next symbiote gets Created. Or by someone hobbling. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so hobbling around. That's, why, that's why I'm thinking of gummy bears. Gummy bears. Because hobble. <laughs> 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 of the Tom Hardy waddle. Yeah. <laughs> you saying, are you suggesting that he shits out a symbiote? He does look like... I mean, he does. He does up his ass. He, he does, does look like he's been... He's Remember, crapped shit. himself in some of these shots. Shit's not a swear word, guys. <laughs> Just, oh, cool. Shit isn't a swear word. Use it liberally. <laughs> Imagine getting offended when someone <laughs> bleeps out this word shit... On a children's YouTube channel. Imagine being such a fucking edgelord. (laughs) (sighs) Gloves off. It's 2018. (laughs) Edgelords are still a threat. This film is made for edgelords. It very much is. That 40 minutes that were cut, by the way. Yeah! (laughs) Um, Because there is no second act in this. If you're you're a fan Uh, of the second act, 
You're not getting <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a film for you. I'm now, I'm now imagining people going to the cinema. My favourite thing is the second yeah. act. Not the climax. <laughs> not like anything not, else. Yeah. I love I, the middle bit. And I will leave when I realise <laughs> Act Three has started. God, that committed. <laughs> sort of like, oh, can you feel it? So, you feel it? so the fans heroes at their lowest moment. I'm off. I'll see you later. Fans everyone. of the second act. Not not the film for you. Not for you. Sir. I think it was Phoenix who pointed that out. Who was? Yeah, yeah. It's Phoenix Phoenix's observations. Oh gosh, uh, yeah. Bless him, Phoenix. He would be here today, but he. Um... We ate him. Yes. His liver was juicy and mm. tasty. Yes, juicy liver. <laughs> guys, it's a special guest. All right, guys. <laughs> it's Venom. <laughs> yeah, definitely Venom. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Um, so, how do you feel the movie turned out, Venom? Mmm, sexy. <laughs> nice. Um, I got to kiss Tom Hardy. <laughs> cool, cool. Can we get you anything while you're here? Uh, chocolate. Okay. Pop what is? Uh, no, Spo- spoilers, Venom. Haha, <laughs> 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 sorry guys. Um, I saw <laughs> several. <laughs> the best bit were the two hours that were cut. <laughs> <laughs> I filmed it specially in my trailer. It was actually three films. But <laughs> yes. they edited it into one. It was like Justice League, but twice. Well, I, I, oh God. I, I saw several reviews last week saying that this movie did a disservice to its actors. I, I would agree with that for Michelle Williams and Riz Ahmed. I don't think they were given very much to work with. Almost nothing. Uh, to the point where they came across kind of crap in this film. Well, yeah, because none of what they do makes much sense. Yeah. And not even in like a plot, inverted commas, plot hole sort of way. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense narratively. In a, a, they've approached this certain ways. Yeah. And we're seeing what the film's decided we need to see. Yeah. Probably missing out whole chunks. Um, Probably using takes that just thematically don't feel right. I don't know. But the one actor I don't feel is disserviced by this movie is Tom Hardy because, yes, afterwards it looks like he's annoyed about it, but during it, it's like, he's, no, he's invested. He's, he's clearly invested loving it. Yeah. He's showing up to play Sweaty Man. <laughs> oh. mm, sweaty Man, Sweaty. We're not, so sweaty. Oh, we not making the Sweatman movie? Is that what this is? <laughs> I like how, like, at one point he changes his shirt and then just gets sweaty again. (laughs) Like, almost immediately. Instantly sweaty. There's no point in him really changing. Ooh, we should get in the car, Eddie. Does he actually change his shirt? Yeah, when he's in the car. At that moment, yeah. No, but does he have a different shirt on in the next scene? Or is it just... He just puts a jumper on, I think. Okay, good. I mean, I'm... I'm He says he's cold, doesn't he? He says he's cold. Cold and wet. he's wet from swimming in the river. See, I'm the Venom expert Uh, in this room, because I have seen it twice. The Venom You guys have all seen it just the once, and I'm... I think I'm good with that. You're right. You are. We are credits. And Billy is the titular cursed child. Emphasis on Aww. tit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we've got to bleep the tit. <laughs> bleep those tits. Um, I mean, if you look, if you are a fan of Venom as a Spider-Man villain, this is not the movie for you because it's got <laughs> nothing to do with Spider-Man or being a villain, really. Mm, yeah. um, if you're a fan of that extended Venom stuff from the '90s, you'll probably have a field day in some way getting references. And um, if you like Tom Hardy. Uh, because you fancy him and you like watching films where he's in it and you're like, ooh, I love Tom Hardy. Probably not going to get much out of this either. No, he's sweaty. You're better off going back to Inception. 
Oh, John pouted there for our very good um, visually <laughs> impaired listeners. <laughs> mm. I'm not laughing at blind people. Mm. <laughs> I am. You're so afraid of dreams of bigger, darling. <laughs> That's um, the greeniest yes, yes, he's yes. ever done. It's amazing. I love it. I, oh, yes, Tom Hardy. Cool. <laughs> um, I think. I, I think. Dan, what did you think of it? Yeah, I, I think. I think you need. I think you need to offer well, up. Tell me, Dan. Tell me, Dan Miguel. Tell me tales of El Diablo. You're, you're a man of taste when it comes to film. And by taste... Yes, we've already proven them today. I've seen Amazing Spider-Man three times. <laughs> what? Right, what's your, what's your first takeaway of Venom? What is the, the, you came out of that first screening. After spending five pounds in... <laughs> going... Yes, free. Um, what the hell was coursing right, through okay. your veins at so, that moment? It's weird because Matt was mentioned mentioned very briefly about a Justice League. Justice oh. League and Venom, I think, are almost the same level of bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. but okay. I came out of Justice League really bored. Yes, <laughs> and it's like yeah. Uh, whereas I came out of Venom elated, just uh, just like just thankful to be alive. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I oh shit! Was, I made it through. <laughs> I feel like I experienced the birth of something truly incredible. Um, incredible in the classical sense, as in lacking all credibility. No, no, no. no <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, hey, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Power to you, there. Power to you, sir. Yeah. Power I to mean, you. It was really bad. It was <laughs> really, really bad. Yeah. But I loved. Every second of it. I, apart from maybe some bits at the start, as soon as soon as I'll be honest, as soon as I hear the words, everybody loves the Eddie Brock show. <laughs> I'm immediately invested Wait. in this truly incredible masterpiece. He's not wrong. <laughs> that moment. Can I just say the bit that I realised I was having a laugh, the bit where I realised I was really enjoying the film was when the smoke turned into the, the name of the film. And I realised I was actually watching the film and there's no going back now. And I started to laugh in the chair. And I was like, oh no. I just kind of shook for a minute, thinking about that visual. Wait, Dan, you're on the point. Dan, Dan, does everybody love the Eddie Brock show? Or does everybody love the Brock Report? Which is it? What do you mean, Brock Files? <laughs> Brock Eddie and Friends. <laughs> the Daily Brock. Eddie and pals. <laughs> Don't forget to, to support me on Patreon. <laughs> I have to buy a lot of chocolate now. Smash that like button, guys. Hit subscribe and the little bell. With his tiny notepad. <laughs> yeah, with his little tiny his notepad. Big motorcycle. <laughs> what about the uh, road? What about Sorry, the, Eddie Watts. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised half of the time in this with the people that he's interviewing are not going. What? Do you think he's just taking down most of these people through confusion? It's amazing how he takes out these uh, these big business people yeah, yeah. just by confusing them to quitting. <laughs> Didn't you used to be Eddie Brock? Used to be. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Who wrote this? Have a drink. <laughs> I'm going to uh, get 
20 bucks to homeless lady because I'm a good man. I'm a good man. I have good bones. Hey, hey. But I'm broke as the, shit. The world's, have, the world's had enough superheroes unless your definition of not a superhero is a superhero with teeth. Well, because this movie is another one of those. It's about a villain, but we only know how to tell stories about good guys. So inevitably, this villain is a good guy. Oh, yeah. so because I reasons, and there's no one for him to be villainous against. Well, oh, so to establish that he's a villain, so he's just trying to do Suicide Squad. Yes, which of course, what was the plot of that? Oh, these are the worst people ever. Oh, but they're actually kind of all right, really, when it comes down to the like good and evil side. Wait, of it. Oh, they've saved the day. Suicide right, okay. Squad had a plot. Apparently, oh, I was just about to say that. Like, all I remember is like lots of music videos. It, <laughs> it, was, it was the story of an Australian man and his established and reinforced love of his pink unicorn teddy. That then wasn't the thing that blocked a bullet that killed. That him, was that, that was him. just the. I mean, I'm not going to profess to be a unicorn. A great unicorn. Something stopped the knife. But Cash. I know, and I've I've read and seen and you know experienced. experienced enough scripts. I've done enough fucking acting to know that when you set something up narratively, check off gun. Fucking pay it off. Now, I don't know if you know this, but if you if someone introduces a gun at the start of the script, yeah, and uses it later, yeah. On, yeah. Mm. Then that gun's gonna go off. Yeah, yeah. by the end of the. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, it's just a it's just a basic fucking rule of like narratives. <laughs> just. I'm so sorry. I've just, I've just, I know. I've just, I know. Okay. I've just dunked someone on your podcast, and they uh, never know. No jokes aside, but like that whole framing rule, the direction of this is flat as balls, but there was one bit when he first arrives at his apartment and he walks through and the shot holds on the doorway just for a bit too long. He's off kilter and the central focus is the knife rack on the wall. Mm. And then he moves to the window and it's in focus. The knife rack behind him is in focus. And I'm like, all right, they're reminding us that that knife rack's there. Mm. Maybe for that scene we saw in the trailers mm. where people are attacking the kid. No, oh, doesn't come nope. to play. No, no, well, no, no, because no, it's important in that scene because you're like, oh, look at the knives. He's, he's got, got a water the plant. He's got Sony branded knives. He's got sweet knives. He's got sweet knives and a bunch of tater tots in the freezer. Son. That, that shot of the knives is the payoff. You're like, oh, it's knives. Some of, the, some of that early stuff. What a nice shot. They might be interesting character stuff if A, there was a character, and B, the first act of this movie wasn't so fucking long. Mm, it takes so. forever. It take it takes ages to get going. It made me think of that first. Um, is it like the first Hulk film they did, where it's like yeah, oh, the oh, yeah, yeah, the so Hulk one. actually turns up. I had that on DVD. It's not oh, very no. good. That was like <laughs> sweet. Just waiting in the cinema, going, "When's the big green monster show?" I'll say. Already? I'll say this for Hulk. It was ambitious. What he was trying to do something with it, and, and started what? a trend of there being corrupted or. Um, infected dogs in superhero movies mm, specifically ones featuring the Hulk hey you want to get weird. some uh, Venom 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 Venom, uh, yes, Venom. I was, I was, Poodle's got Venomized my favourite it's thing. like the mask but shit <laughs> Venom <laughs> you wait until you see the music video um, <laughs> oh okay oh, I'll put that on after there, the, 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 my favourite sorry I'm just talking about no. the Hulk for a second no please do well my favourite thing is there's a moment where the bad guy is running away from an explosion and it freeze frames and does a and outlines him and then all of the panels of the comic and it's <clears> yeah the, like the composition stuff that he was trying in that was really interesting that's like really fit. cool but yeah the rest of it's like 
Yeah. It didn't fit the fact that he wanted to tell an intense family drama about legacy. And, and it goes on for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's a dad baddie. Yeah, they, 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 they make... It's Nick Nolte, isn't it? Yeah, he's a daddy. He's David Banner, oh. Bruce's <laughs> father, and he's been irradiating Bruce since an early age. And he's also the absorbing man, sort of. It's so yeah. dumb. It's so... It's not very good. <laughs> but enough about Venom. Oh, yeah. No, wait, that's Hulk. <laughs> oh! I, I get so on. confused. It's infected... I was going to say, what year did Hulk come out? 2003? 2003. 2003, yeah. Yeah, this, the, this film feels like it should have been out... It, yeah, it's, it, it feels like it. Fifteen years out. Of it sync. wouldn't surprise me if this was a script that had been knocking around since before. Then that they just tied up a little to make it modern, mod, modernize it with. Eddie, like, Eddie doesn't have a camera; and... he has a cell phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like um, that sort of stuff. Got some pictures on here. Look at this shithead. Oh, Read oh, 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 the villain oh, to be oh, a bit oh, more overtly oh. a pastiche of Elon Musk and yeah. Do you know what? Let's pass this dish. I'm tired. Let's talk spoilers. Let's um, talk spoilers. Oh, it's so horny! It's so horny! <laughs> Wait a second. This is a lusty movie. Well, there's not going to be time codes on this. It's one big Venom discussion. Okay. So, uh, is it a lusty movie, though? Yes, it's oh a horny God, film. Yeah. Venom Grief. has got a hard-on for a human man. <laughs> I can barely contain myself. Yeah. Oh, quite literally. Because at the end, he's like... And though you, 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 why are you going to stay away fighting for us? It's like you changed yeah. me, Eddie. You, what, what do you he mean? Touched... You changed me. You, you, he tried to kill you like ten minutes ago. Oh yeah, he got he got over that very quickly. It, that's why you can tell that there's so much of this film missing yeah. because Venom just goes from like, yeah, we're going to get on that rocket, bring down the rest of the symbiotes, we're going to eat this planet, it's going to be great. To going, oh no, I don't want to stop the other symbiote from going up and bringing all the symbiotes back and eating the planet because I like it here. Right, so, so I'm a bit of a nerd too. Uh, I'm a loser on my planet as well. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Venom? Hi. Hi, Venom. I'm so, back. Where, where was the second? Where was the second act, Venom? Uh, what? <laughs> Did you eat the second act, Venom? Maybe. No, Venom. <laughs> What's the second? Everyone knows that on the Venom planet, three comes after one. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> That's, is, that, is that how their um, their film classes go on the Venom planet? Yeah, yeah. Right. Can we talk about the fact that it was called Venom? The symbiote was called Venom. It was the other one was named... called Riot. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I like lost my names. shit when that happened because I was. <laughs> it's one of those moments. You know that gif of the polite blinking man. Yeah. It was a moment of just. My name is Venom. Yeah. <laughs> polite blinking into you. Oh, sorry. sorry. You. 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 You are just called that. That's not something you come up with you're later. Not, you're not going to go along the whole thing of like like it's an infection, like poison, like a venom. Well, you're he's not go instant, along with that. It's, he's it's called venom. instantly against being called a parasite, yeah, which is not like that word. Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you didn't have him called Venom, then you wouldn't have the amazing line of dialogue: "Get in the rocket, Venom." <laughs> <laughs> this might just. With us here, it might just turn into us shouting our favourite quotes. I'm sorry about Venom. <laughs> Listen, Eddie, I'm sorry about Venom. <laughs> he doesn't know we're going to get him back, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, she's clearly not in... She's moved on. She's totally moved You're on. You're not getting she's her back. Such a better guy now. Oh, Dan's so good. We love Dan so much. He, he helped lovely. save your life. And was instantly nice. He wasn't arsy or about it. He wasn't a brick. It's like a a Ty Burrell in Incredible Hulk. 
It was just like, like playing bloody Samson. Yeah. He's Doc Samson. Yeah. Phil Watson. Oh, no, I don't think they've never made him an Incredible Hulk as a, as a Hulk character. What I kind of... Over, I was just in it for a bit. What <laughs> I kind of appreciated about this is that it took the, the trope of the, the new boyfriend and kind of subverted it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. By making him, both by making him a really nice guy, but also making Eddie Brock kind of like him. Yeah. He's never like he's yeah. never negative towards him. Like, oh, Dan's there on the phone too. Oh, hey Dan. He's like, oh, hey Dan. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, I thought it was a private call, but I'm totally fine with Dan. Yeah, Dan's, Dan's cool. You know, he's only trying to save my life and everything. Not you, Dan. Sorry, Dan. Yeah, Dan. We got your hopes. You're the Dan. Bad Dan. You're bad Dan. You're a bad. Dan. You're a bad. Dan. <laughs> Am I a good Dan? <laughs> Now you just made me want to go home and watch Jenny Nicholson videos for three hours. Thanks. How is that different from your normal evening? Oh, yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> any other bases we need to cover here? Uh, all of them. Absolutely. Um, um, so, so much so. He's got shit you wouldn't believe. Oh, Christ, there was a line of dialogue in the movie. So, <laughs> so for, for, those, for those who've not seen it and don't care about spoilers, here's the basic rundown of the plot. <laughs> Venom is about Eddie Brock as a reporter who gets disgraced when he uses his um, law firm uh, fiancé's like, contacts to learn about illicit human trials by, that are being done by this company. What are they called? Hope? Who's the Hope? The Life. Life. Life, Life Foundation. The Life Foundation, which is from uh, the, the um, Lethal Protector shit from the 90s. I've never read Lethal That's Protector. That's where Riot's from. It's you know why I've never read Lethal Protector? Because Venom's not a very good character. I've read it and Avi Arad, like sleeps under sheets of it knitted oh, into a duvet. Oh man. These were the Venom like solo books from the 90s. They're terrible. Okay. After after he sort of, after two like it's stories of Spider-Man, he thinks Spider-Man's dead so he goes to San Francisco and basically becomes a vigilante. It's called Lethal Protector. That tells you everything you need to know about the tone of the story. Yeah, basically the symbiote's like, well, we did what we came to do which is kill Spider-Man and for ruining our lives, Eddie, so let's go do some good shit. Let's save people. And and Eddie's like, yeah, okay. And there's a whole thing with a government organisation and symbiotes being used as like government weapons, including one of five called Riot who's not a prominent symbiote at all in the comics, but he is in this for reasons, because they didn't want to use Carnage straight away. Oh, no. Guess. No. <laughs> They've got... The Carnage we'll get to, we'll, ace in the hole. We'll get to that bastard in shit nonsense bullfuckery. Um, so, Eddie's disgraced, and then cut six months later, for no reason other than a bit of time progression for some stuff that could easily just be established as being a few weeks later or whatever. Yes. Um, yes. Th- uh, human trials are continuing, and Carlton Blake, the head of this company, is killing homeless people by subjecting them to symbiote bonding with these samples they've got. So, Eddie's sent in to investigate it again, and a symbiote bonds with him, and then they team up to try and take down Carlton Blake and stop what turns out to be a potential invasion of symbiotes. <laughs> Because I would like to see that, to be honest. That would be a much better finale than two symbiotes fight over a rocket. <laughs> now, <laughs> you say you want something better than that, but let's be honest here. A CGI mess with two men's faces in the middle oh. is, is, some, is some Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 callback shit that I wanted. <laughs> That, and I didn't know I needed it. Is that what we went in looking for? No. Into Venom. That final fight scene is just such a fucking mess. Oh, yeah. Like, it, you cannot tell what is going on. It's nighttime oh, yeah. with two black blobs. It's Transformers <laughs> with slimy things. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's what it is. It's, it's like, oh, slimy choreograph stuff. your action scene. Right down to being, you, you, know, you leave this planet alone. <laughs> we will take this planet. 
It's like, yep, this is Optimus and Megatron in the baby, and baby there, there is some decent fight choreography in this. Just like, there. stuff in the apartment and the bike stuff. That's it's some decent action no, I stuff the, I thought the bike scene was probably the best yeah. in the movie. Yeah. So, and, and the, the I mean, it could, have, it could have come from a prototype movie, never mind a Venom yeah. movie. The SWAT team fight is, is not too bad either. The, like, the sort of smoke air, Venom... Yeah. Pulling people in the shadows. I'm a, Venom should... This should have been, like, a horror movie with Venom as the villain. Christ, yeah. The, like, it's right. just, it just doesn't... So, he's like a set Venom without treading on Spider-Man's footsteps. Because Venom's Spider-Man... Venom's origin and Spider-Man are so intertwined in the comic books. And here they have to you, ignore all that. You call it prototype. No, 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 no. And no. it's about... <laughs> no, Dan, Daniel Way did a book called... Did a run called Venom in 2003. Really? Yeah, I'm vaguely um, familiar with it. It's a great this. series. It's told in sort of 12 issues, like each four issues is a mini arc. And the first one is basically a remake of The Thing. It's set in an Arctic base, and this government facility have got a piece of venom. Like during a fight, part of Venom's tongue was severed because he's got the big severed tongue. A venom. So they get hold of it and they froze it and they take it down to this lab to basically test and look into what the hell it is because like people don't know what the hell this thing is but this monster keeps appearing every now and again and Spider-Man beats it up and it's like what is it? And it becomes the thing. This symbiote begins to sort of use people in the base to try and get the hell out of there because it's not the symbiote. It's an independent limb that's kind of grown conscious and is like Oh, I need to get back to the body. I need to get back to the rest of my body, and it just starts to take people over. And and it's the thing, but with a goo monster that that you know can make you look like other stuff and turns you into a chompy, chompy creature thing. Sounds and that would have worked great to me. You can set that up and then have it head toward New York. So you just start it as oh, it's a research base. Here's a goo thing from space. We're going to research. Oh god, what is this? And then you send it to New York. And if you can work out the Spider-Man deal later, then boom, you've got your lead in. Your Venom movie is a prequel to a Spider-Man. There is no Black way they story. would do that, though, because... It'd be clever. Yeah, or do, or they do Agent get Venom? The, do Agent Venom? They wouldn't get the years. money shots of, like, Venom in full costume, but so can to speak. Do. You can do. You can still have it flip out and have big teeth and dogs. Yeah, and but you need to be in New York. and Well, it's not in New York, it's San Francisco. San Francisco, catching the tram with Tommy Wiseau. Like, uh, mm. uh, but it does sound like that this would be missing the dialogue about... <laughs> Uh, chocolate yeah. and dogs and it sounds a bit too competent to me I wouldn't yeah. see yeah. I don't want to see that movie I don't want to see an average <laughs> film I'll even see a great film or a terribly entertaining this film. is a terrible film but <laughs> I've got to be entertaining it's, it's, Tracy four stars it's it's pretty fun because it's so incompetent. At any point did it feel like they were telling the story of Eddie Brock feeling empowered by the symbiote? At no point no. If, did it feel like we're telling the story. Until the very end where he's like, felt good though, right? Like, you feel, I understand you feel the you power. You feel it up your ass. You, spe- you, spend, yeah, you spent the film looking like you wanted to vomit everywhere. Yeah. He's not enjoying it. Yeah. It's, there's, 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 there's like... But the power is overwhelming. Is it? You it takes what, like, like you the, wish the, to the die. better part it's... of an hour to get him venomized. It, gets, it takes him about an hour to get venomized. <laughs> then he starts hearing the voice. Yeah. Um, and then there is in that bike scene there's a bit where he's like I don't want to die <laughs> and then I'm like you're not going to die and that's again that's probably my favourite bit because I love it in films when someone is, is going through a lethal situation and there's something else that's protecting them and that for no discernible reason that, yeah. like that moment of godly well, intervention is, oh, is awesome we, we, got, um, we didn't get upgrade over here yet did we? no I don't think we have it's, it's a movie that came out in the States earlier in the year it's about a guy who is um, he's paralysed and his partner or something oh. is killed in an attack like a like a like a home invasion or something mm. so he's left paralysed so they do this prototype um, 
spinal surgery on where they like implant this AI controlled device in his spinal column which lets him move again okay. but it can also take over and pilot his body oh so he goes on like a revenge spree with this AI thing helping him it's sort of oh, dark, it's like, it's like a dark comedy isn't it I saw this piece yeah. of dark twisted humour yeah I, like I, I think it came oh, out yeah. in the States in the summer I think we're getting it over here but some time I've seen it coming up um, I'm sure we saw a teaser trailer before something. Yeah, I haven't I've, seen. I've it. seen. I've seen a review on that film. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen reviews of it. It's apparently pretty good. And, that's and, and there was yeah. there was a moment in in Venom actually, which is very much like the shot I'm thinking of from the trailer. But that, uh, where the guy is suddenly picked up by an invisible force. Apparently, this Venom has a lot of similar choreography in the fight stuff to what is in Upgrade. Right. Because there is, um, there is this particular shot of, of Eddie Brock, I'm thinking of. Yes. Yeah. Suddenly up from the floor, and it looks like he's being pulled in the chest. Yeah. Which yeah. doesn't quite make sense if it's inside him, but sure. Well, um, it seems like that's where. Gravity? That's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> it takes you down, not up. I'm him up and Well, it's from space, I suppose. It's a good point. Pulling him up and taking gravity into the sky. So the symbiotes. Yes. The symbioids. Um, <laughs> that. Symbiotes. It's established in the film that they have to uh, connect with a human host to survive in our atmosphere. Yes. Yes. And they know that if they die in a the host, they'll die too. If, if yes. the host dies, they die. Yes. That's yes. Yeah. So, why are the invasion force, apart from two, why do the invasion force spend their entire time eating the people that they're bonding with and therefore dying? Because they're not one, they're not close enough genetic matches. Well, that's the thing. Carlton Drake makes a big point yeah. about saying they've got to genetically match, but that does argue in favor, out of favour of their invasion plan. Yes. Like, yeah. What if they don't, in their limited yeah. time, that, yeah. find well, a genetic that's match? Thing. That riot, whatever that riot was, goes inside the... the yeah, the, the, the paramedic. The, 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 After killing the John Jameson, I feel, the astronaut yeah. well, from they Spider-Man they never say John James. It could be like... Some unrelated dude like Bobby Jameson or Barry Jameson. Oh yeah, the other the other Jameson astronaut. Bibbo Jameson. Spider-Man lot. You know they just did that so that people like us oh, would go. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, that's a reference to Spider-Man. I know Spider-Man. Oh, it's Venom. Hi, Venom. Ugh, would, you like some, would you like some tater tots, Venom? Yeah. Oh, and chocolate, please. <laughs> oh, yes, tater tots. Frozen tater tots straight from oh, the freezer, please. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. So, right, so first off, symbiotes. <laughs> Yeah. Right, so there's a just so genetic match with can, thing. There's a genetic match, with, but then they also consume the host as a food source unless they can eat food. Yes, the liquid nutrients that they're feeding them in the labs aren't working. Mm-hmm. And then earlier on, Venom says he wants implies he wants live food. Yeah, yes. like he, tries, he, he picks up like, like a eats all the stuff in Eddie's apartment and he throws yeah. it back up. Yeah, and then he eats the stuff in the restaurant. He's like, "This is dead." And then he goes into the the lobster tank <laughs> takes a bath in the lobster tank yep. and eats a raw eats a live lobster yes right at the end of the movie it's eating, like it's, what, it's, what are we going to eat tonight our oh, chocolate and tater tots oh I like chocolate baby. I can't find the answer to that on HomePod <laughs> <laughs> special guest there <laughs> the HomePod that was unexpected he, I think I feel like the second second act is where you'd have Venom falling in love with chocolate and tater tots. Yeah, yeah, the missing like, second act. You need you need him forming a, a bond with Earth, it, like yeah. enjoying the yeah. because he just suddenly is like, oh no, I'm going to defend the Earth with no 
set up. Yeah, you, well, you no. need to have Eddie throwing a frisbee with, Does, with his symbiote hand catching Having it. a little, you know, date on the grass with really? him and the symbiote head coming out of him, feeding each other chocolates. There is a scene in the film where he's trying to break into, Eddie Brock's trying to break into the offices where he used to work because he's got footage of what's going on. And there's a bit where Venom wants to eat the security guard, Venom tells him no, they walk back outside and then Venom goes, want to get up? <laughs> so I think that's all he says is just, Why want up? <laughs> yeah, like, his, Why didn't you say his, it? His grammar is is all over the place. Because yes. sometimes he speaks like a dude, a bit of a like douchebag dude bro dude. Yeah. And then sometimes he speaks like fucking cookie monster. Yeah. There's a moment where he's like, oh, like when, when he, like, uh, when they're up, a, up that high building and he's like, oh, should we jump down? And he's like, no, 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 no. And he just goes, pussy. And I was yeah. just like, that, that, that feels a bit weird, feels, actually, coming from that Venom. That feels very weird. Well, then you've also got the moment during the bike chase where, like, Venom saves him for a moment, and Eddie's like, oh, thank you. And Venom's just goes, you are welcome. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, he remember was writing his dialogue, he's like, is this, it's, it's a robot, it can't speak English properly, oh no, it speaks English perfectly. It knows everything he knows, but then asks him questions. What? I, yeah, I, who I, was there? It's like just a minute ago, your line of dialogue like, was. I, I know everything about you. Yeah, buddy. yeah. Like I'm not a big guy for like properly nitpicking movies. Yeah, like I'm not like oh this is a plot. But when a movie doesn't follow the rules that it sets up itself, yeah. especially minutes after it's done. Yeah, it. yeah. That's just like with sometimes within the same scene. Oh yeah, that's just bad writing. I mean, you could argue that it's saying oh I know everything about you, and he just to mess with him. It feels like yeah. Venom would be the kind but of that's character. I've seen your browsing is, history, Eddie. This, this is this is <laughs> oh, something. God, no. <laughs> this is something that that, that I that <laughs> I've got from like from working on scripts as an actor. If a character says something, unless it's stated that they're lying, there's no reason to believe that it's a lie. Yes. Mm, yeah. So, putting on after the fact that oh, this was a lie, this was a lie, without any evidence in the text is, it's not. It's not proper interpretation of the text. Yes. So, yeah, that's just that's just lazy writing. We're a podcast that enjoys comic books. Yeah. Let's have a little brief dive onto the extra nerdy shit they've put in there in the hopes that we'll all think it's really cool. There's Ron Lim Herbal Remedies in the street at the end. For real? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did not spot that. Ron Lim? Okay. I don't know if Ron Lim had a run Venom, but I guess he must have. But I didn't spot any McFarlane or... or um... Well, there's a whacking big Stan Lee cameo at the end. Yeah. Where yeah. he implies oh, not only to know so that Eddie Brock old. wishes to get back with um, exactly. Anna, yeah. but also knows he's got a symbiote and implies that they should both pursue her. Yes. Yeah, he's got a really dog, creepy, so it's right. Yeah, that's unpleasantly creepy. It's the first Stan Lee cameo where he looks as old as oh, he, he definitely so is frail. now. Don't give up on her! Oh no, no! <laughs> Both the pair of you are alone! I hear women like it when your gooey black friend tells them that they must get back together it's, with it's you. It's the Stephen Moffat thing, isn't it? Of like stalking people to mm. fall in love with you. Mm, there's yeah. a couple, I'm sure there's a couple of uncomfortable the one ones off that the he's top, written. The one off the top of my head is definitely uh, The Doctor, The Widow, and The Wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. it just follows him. And there's one in Blink. He, follow, he followed me home every night. And then there's one in yeah, Blink. Oh there's, God, there's, yeah. there's, there's Until the, I marry him. In his best, well, in what some would argue to be his best episode in, in Blink, you've also got the, the, the woman who goes back in time and there's a man from Hull on that um, yeah. sitting on that wall and he just follows yeah. her and then the end of getting married where are you going I want to talk to you hello don't mind me we got married 
He's very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, my God. Um, Sorry, I, f- I felt like we had to mention Doctor Who somewhere no, in, your, in your yeah. Venom podcast. <laughs> we reluctantly talked about Doctor Who. Um, Do- Doctor Who? There's, uh, there's, there's, there's Anna herself, who, for massive fans of Venom lore, would be excited to know, she very briefly wears the symbiote. Yeah, we get sexy Venom. Yeah. Oh so my she, god. So she Why do you guys oh, sounding tired about that? And yeah. Not as if that's the best part that, of the film. That is like... No, yeah. what happens next is the best part of the film. Well, no, the reason... Her rocking up is meant to be cool to people who would go, oh, she Venom, but instead it just made me go... Right, so you're getting this one out of the way, so yeah. you've done it then. Getting okay. it out of your system, yeah. Abby. Because she, in the comics, very briefly, after it leaves Eddie, those two bond. And I'm going to see if I can pull thing. up a proper Easter eggs list. Uh, oh. it, lo- it looks basically how it looks in the movie, but with obviously a white spider on its chest. Well, I... It's very big, bro. <laughs> and it's, and it's, 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 it's insanely well-defined sort of like hips and buttocks and breasts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Ven- see, Venom is definitely I... giving Eddie what he wants. Yes, this is the thing. <laughs> Because it's Ed, it's Venom who's doing that to her body. Yes. So Venom is like, what can I do to kiss Eddie? I know. Um, anime. <laughs> <laughs> get, get them anime titties. <laughs> and ass. And anime titties. She's like, did you just turn my name into a pun? Also, did you say titties? But she can't hear it then because it starts leaping over trees and she's not sure what's happening. <laughs> um, so like she, Venom was in there. Riot is a symbiote, an obscure symbiote from a group of them from a 90s story. Uh, freaking, who else pops up? At the beginning, the astronaut is named as Jameson. So presumably yeah. John Jameson from Spider-Man, the man-wolf slash J. John Jameson's son. My son, the astronaut! Oh, now he's dead. Um, Colin Drake is a character from one of the Venom series as well. Uh, yeah, I believe so, um, but I've no idea which. He's not because... Elon Musk. Evil Elon. Well, Elon Musk. Is, I, you know, is, I haven't is, read any good Venom. Is the um, Rick Remender the Flash Thompson run? Oh, yeah, very good. Right, yeah. Is the Jameson reference mm-hmm. better or worse oh. than the photographer guy in Batman v Superman? Um. Better. Better because in the home video version of Batman v Superman, you not only find out that that's Jimmy Olsen, but then you watch him get killed knowing it's Jimmy Olsen. And you're like, well, that's horrible. Like, that Snyder making the decision to kill Jimmy Olsen, a beloved character from the Superman canon. Superman's buddy, Jimmy Olsen. Mm. Um, Whereas John Jameson is... You know, he's a character. Like, he appeared in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2 as a character and there he is and uh, he's not like Harry Osborn or Flash Thompson he's not sort of one of those oh that's a fun character in Spider-Man he's just there Okay. he's fun later in the comics when he turns into a freaking wolf man that's a fun thing lunar radiation mother truckers mm-hmm. um, he's the man wolf true story there's a better word for that where no 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 who recently reappeared in a carnage miniseries Oh. Yeah. It's all oh. connected. Apparent, apparently in the credits, oh. Jameson is named as J.J. Jameson III. What? Which what? explicitly makes him John Jameson. That, oh, Christ alive. Because he's, because J. John Jameson is J. John Jameson Jr., isn't yeah. he? Yeah. And then he's old, old J.J., yeah, old man John yeah, Jameson who marries that J. man. J. Jameson is the elder, J. Jonah Jameson is his son. 
and John Jameson is his oh JJ Jameson the third. So they go out of their way to make a reference. That's really silly. yeah. But the biggest out of their way reference they make is the mid-credit sequence, which is. Yeah, there's two post-credit scenes. Yeah, one of which is from the school of Amazing Spider-Man Two. Hey, other studio, could you throw us a bone? It's yes. although this time from another Sony project, but a different. It's an Sony origin studio. room. But the middle one, Dan, could you um through in the layman's term walk mm-hmm. us through what the hell happens in the mid-credit sequence of Venom? Because I want to hear somebody try and make sense of it in, in terms of its context. Simple. Yeah, I think it's really easy. Good. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I, you can't lay the gauntlet down more than that. So I got it. I got it. Oh, I got it. Um, is, this, is this really easy though? That's the question. Let's see. Uh, Eddie Brock, you failed. Damn. <laughs> is going to visit a friend in jail. No, he no. didn't say a friend. It's not a friend because he said, "Oh, well, he's not he, said, he did he's say that. Oh. Exposition security guard goes, Oh, he's a wrong gun, but the FBI Eddie Eddie Brooks going to meet someone in prison for an interview, and he says to Venom at the very start of the scene, which is post credits, he goes, This is between me and him, Venom, so don't come out. This is, yeah, this is a (laughs) thing, this is a me thing. Yeah. Okay, but keep it quick. Uh, So so Venom is instantly discharged from the. I want to go get a Mackey's. (laughs) Okay. And then uh, he walks. Walks into a room and a clown is in there and he says, I'm going to get out and my name is Rampage. <laughs> I mean... I already saw far. Rampage. It's that's not far off. Is there a symbiote called Rampage? I think there is. Probably. Was um, his name actually? No, but that's damn close. That is the best description. That That is a clearer description of what was probably written in the script. <laughs> because, yeah, it's, it's... it's. I mean, there was definitely a clown. Yeah. <laughs> there was definitely a clown in there. Well, was I don't think it was meant to be a clown. Um, Eddie Brock sure, is interviewing an inmate who's recently been detained, I guess? Uh, a serial killer. I think and he's he, been in there for a while. He's interviewing them on behalf of the FBI, because sometimes apparently the FBI... All of this is said by a security guard. <laughs> the FBI send in average journos from time to time, mm. because they sometimes get different answers from the inmates or whatever. It's like, okay... He's brought into a cell, and this inmate has written "Welcome Eddie" or "Hello Eddie" in blood. Oh yeah, on the bars. Yeah, he did of reasons. that. That's nice. But because that's what he did in the comics in his first nice appearance. Yeah, but then makes a point though of going like, "Let's cut the serial killer scary nonsense. Like, let's just talk. Come a bit closer. I can't see." And it's like, and then proceeds to be a creepy serial. But then proceeds to be a creepy serial killer. The serial killer in question is That's Woody. Is played by Woody Harrelson Ugh. in what can best be described. In a carrot a, top wig. A ca- yeah. Cosplaying carrot top. Basically. Um, shock red hair in a mop on his head. It's amazing. And he says, like, you got to take these down because, you know, take down what I'm going to say because when I escape, and believe me, it is a when, there's going to be carnage. And it cuts to the credits. No, no, it doesn't. Jim oh, he, remember, he, remember, he, then he, then he, he gives a shit out and grin at me. Yeah, and then he comes out, and then he says, oh, but then there's another guy you want to see as well. <laughs> and opens the door, and Jared Leto's there. <laughs> and Jared Leto's like, hmm, you've come to see me too, haven't you? Because believe like, me, <laughs> believe me, there's going to be 
Morbius. <laughs> oh, <Morbius>. yes. <laughs> yes. And then a female voice sparks up from the corner saying, but wait a minute, come over here. And he does. And there's two females, each with shock white hair. And they go, things are going to get silver sable and black cat around here. And we all die inside a little because this is what they're doing. I mean, you know, Morbius aside, like, this is what they're doing, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Like, they haven't learned any lesson from the, the, the amazing Spider Man. Woody Harrelson's playing Cletus Cassidy. They're implying that Carnage is a thing without actually establishing that Carnage is a thing. Don't he just says him. Carnage. He's not even named in the film. He's, he's, a, not even named. he's a red one, isn't he? Yes. yes. He's Venom's offspring. Yes. Uh, Venom in the comics, the symbiote procreates over time and it, it spawns uh, further. Sorry? Um, say say it, that sentence again? It, it spawns. No, that, a, before that. Who, procreates. Who, uh, who, who, Venom. Venom and Carnage. No, Venom and Eddie Brock don't have sex and create a baby as much as this Venom would Why don't want they? To. Yeah. No, Venom, Do it, you cowards! The symbiotes Do re- it! The symbiote's reproduced by spawning a, a symbiote over the period of its life at least once. And Venom. In the comics, Eddie Brock is a horrible person and the Venom symbiote is an aggressive monster and the two of them are horrible and they are sharing a cell briefly with a serial killer, Cletus Cassidy. And the Venom symbiote at that point is making Eddie really unwell. Like, he's detained enough and it's subdued enough that they keep him in this max security prison with basic power dampening stuff because he's not able, he's not strong enough to lash out anymore. And it's because he's unwell. And it turns out he's unwell because it's pregnant. (laughs) And... He breaks out the cell. The symbiote comes back to life and he gets all the venom like big and everything and he smashes through the walls and Cletus Cassidy's cackling because he's like, oh my God, there's a monster in my cell. This is fucking amazing. And it leaves behind this like sort of sample. It's like this other blotch of symbiote. It looks like a pool of blood and the pool of blood begins to stir. And then the next time we see Cletus Cassidy, Cletus Cassidy is covered in this red stuff and he's called, calling himself Carter. Well, the news calls him Carter or whatever. So basically, imagine if Eddie Brock was not, you know, not a human being with human sort of feelings and had that complete, all that stuff removed and was a serial killer, mass murdering, like, loved violence and the sort of character that shouldn't be in a Spider-Man book, basically. Yeah. Uh, and had the, a symbiote But it was the 90s. It. But it was the 90s and everything's extreme. That's Carnage. Cleese Cassidy is a youngish, scrawny, redneck psychopath with Not a 55-odd-year-old um, Woody Harrelson in a boiler suit. <laughs> Is that where he is? Well, that's the thing. This tagline is obviously like, this tag's meant to make you go, oh, right, so you're going to do Carnage in the next one. I guess we'd better come see this again so you can make another one and we can see Carnage. But we asked Billy about this, didn't we, on the way here. We said, like, did you know about Carnage and Cleese Cassidy like, and that stuff? And you went, no. And I said, so what the hell was your response to that scene? When you watched it the first time. What went through your head? Oh, it's the bad guy. He's yeah. the baddie in the next one. I, all I knew was, <laughs> well, he's obviously going to be the bad guy next time. And he's probably from the comics. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that terrible story? <laughs> yes, but I've, I've, I've experienced that in practically every superhero movie I've ever seen. So, we've, we've experienced that in so, the rest of Venom, like everything pre-credits. Yeah, everything pre. Yeah, not that's great. not that's not a diss on all of like the Marvel films. All it is is just no, but I don't mean yeah. there's, there's there's definitely there's definitely shortcutting that relies on fan hype. Yeah, in and this me going instance, to an though, article by by cult, but that's telling me. But the best like. ones are the ones that shouldn't have to shouldn't yeah. force you to Google. The best ones are the ones that make you go. 
Oh, that looks kind of cool. I wonder what that is. I guess we'll find out. The only one that I knew who it was, and I don't know why I knew who it was, but it made me laugh because I knew that they weren't going to do anything with it, was at the end of Guardians, when it's revealed uh, Howard the Duck is there. Yeah. Mm. That just made me laugh because I was like, ha ha ha, you're not doing anything with him. I'll tell you what, I did get the same, uh, I had the same reaction with um, Thanos at the end of Avengers. I didn't know who he was. No, yeah. yeah. And I watched that in the cinema, but it was... Yes, kind of the same reaction. Like, oh, that's a big baddie, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, oh, but yeah. at least with uh, but at least with Thanos, it was more effective. In, yeah. Well, in the, in the defense of that one, like you have the other talking to Loki earlier, the whole like, oh, you must do this. He's not pleased. So yes. you get the connection that oh, this is the person above. Yeah. Okay, this is the guy and, in control. And again, it's that separate tag of it's after all the credits, and it's there to make you go, oh, okay. oh, so there is. That's the person who is. Oh, I wonder what they're about. And then a couple of films later, you get a tease for him, and you go, oh, they're going to follow that through. Okay. He's Whereas this, it's just. Here's a baddie man! Captain Blue Chin. You better stick him. Even Chris, though he's purple. Grimace. Not sack of a chin. Yes. He's not sack of a chin. Would you like to hear some more symbiote names from the comics? Only if these guys can rate them on a scale of one to... Chocolate. Okay, so Venom was the first, Chocolate obviously. being the most enjoyable reaction. Okay, okay so Venom one is be, One being Venom. a bit tame. Venom spawned Carnage. Mm-hmm. Vaguely chocolatey six, I would say. Mm-hmm. Carnage spawned toxin. Ooh, oh, now I actually that sounds like a seven. Yeah, on the chocolate scale. That's an after um, eight right there. Toxin, who is ten times more like the character we saw on screen of it being then, a petulant parasite thing, and the guy at the end. You know the scene at the end where he's like, "Don't call know. him a parasite." Oh, right, yeah. You know the scene at the end where he's like, "Okay, we've got to set some ground rules. It's going to yes. be like this. It's going to be like this." That's mm. Toxin. Toxin's a cop who ends up with this spawn of carnage that's basically an infantile-minded symbiote that is like, "Can we eat that?" And he's like, "That's my child." No, and he's having to sort of restrain it. That's basically that, which makes for an interesting book because it's a, "Oh, what would happen if, if it was like this and not a?" It makes for a more interesting story than yeah. anything that was in this movie. Yeah, meats. Um, uh, these <laughs> anti-venom. <laughs> Who is well? That creating, sounds like yeah. minus chocolate. Who is Eddie uh, Brock? Yeah. Eddie Brock after he loses the Venom symbiote and gets cancer. Um, is yeah. that really what happens? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's the God of Find, Symbiotes. Finds God, gets God. cancer, and sells the symbiote to a, a, a supervillain auction. The God of Symbiotes, the original, the original symbiote, Knoll. Knoll. Yeah, this is a fairly oh, recent. That's a fairly one, recent thing. Uh, Although it's been seeded for like a while. A, like a calendar, like a Christmas calendar chocolate. So it's like it's fine. The cheap chocolate. <laughs> cheap. It was sort of cheap calendar he, chocolate. He was seeded in um, Thor, the, the Thor God of Thunder series, because of the entity that creates all black, the Necro Sword. Jesus, which Christ. is also a form of symbiote. You not only you've all not only, black, the Necro Sword. You've not only lost me. You've pulverized my brain. All black, the Necro Sword, <laughs> slicer of worlds. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it bonded to Galactus at one point and Galactus became Galactus the World Butcher. And then he bonded with Ego the Living Planet to create Ego the Necro Planet and ate Galactus. <laughs> this is why I love Jason Aaron. Because <laughs> he's balls to the wall mental? Yes, yes. Uh, that's a Jason... Um, all about the Necro Sword is a Jason Aaron creation. Get We've to got... those sweet, sweet 90s symbiotes, son. We've got Dreadface. <gasps> that, that is fantastic. That is a Terry's chocolate orange. That's January 1992. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dreadface. Oh, God. Uh, there's the the Life Foundation from the comics. They're, um, they're five symbiotes. Scream, Lasher, Phage, Agony, and Riot. 
which is where Riot comes from. I thought you were going to say Ryan there for a Ryan, second. Ryan, Love it. Scream. Scream. Lasher. Lasher. Okay, so Scream's the one on the Spider-Man ride. Yeah. In Florida. That's Scream. That's what he... Yeah. She pops up in that one. What Lasher Fade, is it? Phage. Phage. P-H-A-G-E. Galaxy sort of Fade. thing. Fade. Yeah. Kind of yeah. yeah it's um, Agony. Tasty. Agony. Yeah. And Riot. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Um, some of the... Four of those refused to become hybrid. Which is <gasps> boring. Hybrid. Uh, yes, that sounds very boring. <laughs> Crowbar. <laughs> Crowbar. Little butts. How's it spelled? K-R-O. Yes. Oh, that sounds B- pretty hip. B-double-A. My God. That, that is, is like... That Crowbar. Is Crowbar. Crowbar. That's one of the 90s names. Most 90s names. That's, that's from Venom Seed of Darkness number one in July 1997. Jesus. Um, late 90s. Yes. This is when he was addicted to chocolate. That's a thing. Uh, payback. <laughs> what? Payback. I thought you said piggyback. Um, if only. Now they're just picking words out of a dictionary. This is a great they? one. Zzzdx. <laughs> Three Zs and two Xs. Oh. Which symbiote's your favourite, Matt? Zzzdx. Sorry? Yeah. I'm really, really, really on Zzzdx. How many more are there of these, Matt? Are we going to be here all night? No, no, there's like three more that are worth talking about. Scorn. Yeah. From uh, the got... Carnage miniseries in 2011. Oh, there's a two. Really? Spawn of uh, Carnage. Christ, I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. Um, Mania, which is the Venom from... Um, <laughs> the Venom where his tongue gets cut out and that becomes... Th- they gave movie. a name to that yeah, one? Yeah, it's called okay. Mania. Mania, fair enough. Um, and then I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, there's Rays. R-A-Z-E. That's it. Good There's a couple of other ones, but I'm not going to get into them because they're boring. So yeah, well, those of, uh, were the interesting ones. I know, right? I it's almost as if this, this symbiote thing was these. just a bad idea, and they should just let it die and stop making fucking movies about it. I don't know what. It's, why is Venom's Rose Gallery just other Venoms? Because he's a villain to start with. He's a bad guy, not a hero. It's... Why can't he like have other interesting villains? Like you know, Spider Man doesn't just fight other Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. Like, he doesn't fight Spydra from Inspector Gadget Junior. <laughs> no, he should do, but he doesn't. But like, this is the thing with a lot of superheroes that, like, especially in their first films or early it's, comics, it's, it's like it's just mirror the, mirror the, the mirror it's version. A, yeah, of but it's, it's the thing I like about um, Spider-Man's Rose Gallery is that they're mostly animal themed. So which, there is, which a is visually of, interesting. There is a, yeah. it's visually interesting. It, gives, it, it creates room for a lot of variety, and it makes sense thematically. Mm. And um, you can you can do it in a in a clever way as well by like if you want the villains to reflect the protagonist, you do like what things like Batman did and was, like they reflect aspects of his personality, don't they? Yeah, like was, all the Batman's villains reflect something of him, and mm. all the, all of his best villains do that. Absolutely, like duality. You're the light and dark Bat. Yeah. Sure, you know. What's William Fisk's? Um, Wilson Fisk. Wilson Fisk. William Fisk. William. Hello, I'm William Fisk. Fisk. I'm, 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 is he an animal? I'm the Queen Pin. No, no, he's no, the King Pin. King Pin. Oh, just the mob. Uh, uh, I didn't know who he was until we were playing Spider Man. He's so oh, good. Oh, you're a. Okay. Oh, John, there are to watch a Daredevil of, on Netflix. There are a couple of Daredevil oh, John, You're going to watch Daredevil on Netflix. At least season one. 
Can I... For Vincent D'Onofrio's performance as Wilson Fisk. Whilst it's on my mind... There's the slug and the owl from Daredevil who are animal-themed. Owl? And the owl is really good. Is everyone good. in New York just an animal? Yes. Yeah, porcupine. The owl's really good in the Bendis Daredevil run. He's actually, he actually really, really good in that. Frogman. Frogman! Is a thing. He's literally a diver in a frog suit who you can jump. The bad yeah. diver in a frog suit. He's like Batroc the Leaper but he decided to put a stupid hat on, essentially. He's great. Instead of have a stupid name. Well, yeah. it's not there's two things. There's two things we really need to touch on before we wrap up. Two things we really need to touch on. One of which is what this means. Yes, I'm interested. For Sony, because... It doesn't mean anything. Everybody falls the first time. Amy Pascal and Avi Arad, Amy Pascal, the head of Sony Pictures, and Avi Arad, the uh, exec producer of this movie, have always wanted to make Spider-Man spin-offs because they, they wanted their own franchise to build on Sony doesn't really have a franchise like it distributes others like Bond things like that it's never had one of its own they tried with Ghostbusters 2016 and failed miserably they tried to buy Doctor Who they did and failed miserably but Spider-Man is one where it's a surefire bet he's hands down their biggest own cinematic property now though they're in a fortunate position where they have a deal with Marvel where Marvel Studios and Disney co-own the character for a while so the it's initial green. Amazing Spider-Man 2 failed financially and critically and they went, oh god, we're in the shit. And we have, I think it was, we have two years to make another Spider-Man film before the rights are up for negotiation. And we don't want that. We want to put something into production. But Marvel reached out to Olive Branch, Olive Branch and said, we've got an idea. Let's reboot Spider-Man together. Here's a contract for five films off the bat. We're going to make three with your Spider-Man in our movies. And you're going to make two Spider-Man movies. But here's how it's going to work. We'll make our films. We'll profit 100% from our films. We are borrowing your Spider-Man. We will also make your films. But you profit 100% from those. But obviously, like, the crew get paid and everything. And the team's working on it. But, like... So the idea is that Civil War was where they introduced him. Disney and Marvel Studios get all the profit. Then we get Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, is that right? Yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming yeah. is the next one. Uh, Disney make it, Sony got all the profit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's... Infinity War. Infinity War. Um, Disney make it, Disney got all the profit. Infinity War follow-up next year, Disney make it, no, Disney got all the profit. No, I don't think so, Chris. I don't think so. And After then... What happened? No, but this is... <laughs> this is important for the numbers, because this is where Sony have been specifically very crafty. Then we get Spider-Man Far From Home, which wrapped filming today, which Sony get all the profit. So this is great because Sony Spider-Man movies are now seen to have a level of quality because of the MCU connection. So people are like, I mean, for, um, Homecoming did amazing at the box office last year and it did really well and, and there was quite good reviews were really positive I really enjoyed it. it. And it did a great job. And a lot of that is because of the goodwill of Civil War. People saw Civil War and went, we love this Spider-Man. What's he doing next? And hey, they to see it. it's a Spider-Guy. So it's a beneficial a relationship for Sony, hands down. That was great. The Spider-Guy from YouTube. Um, like, it's beneficial for Sony. Now, Sony cast Tom Holland, because they had decision alongside Marvel Studios. They cast Tom Holland and signed Tom Holland, you ready for this? You ready for this? You ready for this? For a six-picture deal. <gasps> the Spider-Man relationship with Marvel and Disney and Sony is a five-picture deal. Tom Holland is signed for six. Avira and Amy Pascal determined to carry on their own cinematic universe to cash in on what they own of Spider-Man. They go ahead. Venom finally gets made. 
we now know that a Morbius film is in some form of development with Jared Leto attached. Well, he ain't doing Suicide Squad too, so... Well, did we get to that next week? Not unless um, he wants to come and blows with James Gunn. We'll get to that next week. <laughs> um, what? Oh, oh that's, that's a whole yeah. thing. You'll have to listen to next week's episode to find out more. I want to find out now. Talk after the recording's finished. Silver Sable, the mercenary from Spider-Man PS4, and Black Cat. Uh, were touted to be in a film together called Silver and Black because reasons. <sighs> that's now going to be two separate movies. I think that's in development. Yeah, they put it on an indefinite hold, I think. Oh, no, they'll fast track it. If the DLC does well this month, they will fast track a Black Cat oh, movie because they're idiots. Um, so that's happening. A Craven the Hunter movie is being optioned and has been written. Um, it, there's a script. Someone's <laughs> come out. I can't remember who it is, but a screenwriter said, I've written Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter is a Spider-Man villain. He's a big game hunter who's hunted and bested every animal alive on the planet. Like, he's a proud holder of every trophy, every possible head is mounted on his wall. There's one game he's never hunted before. Where's a tiger man, vest? There's no challenge in man. Now that guy, that guy who's leaping up buildings and swinging from me, I'm going to fucking take him down and mount him on my wall. Really simplistic supervillain idea yeah. from the 60s. Over the years, they've done more interesting things with it. I quite it, like that. Though. It's all about honour and pride, essentially. It just reminds me of Jumanji. Oh, it's, oh yeah, he's, he's, he's if, if, um, if, uh, Van Pelt was like muscly and and slightly roided up with the chemicals, and uh, and it's probably right. Russian. He's Russian. Um, Sergei Kravinov. Yeah. And, and what's um, the what's the film where Jim Carrey talks to animals? Uh, Mr. Popper's Penguin. No, no, <laughs> no that's the one where he talks to animals. Oh, Ace Ventura. Yeah, it's like Ace Ventura. Oh yeah. Well. Of course. Why the fuck did we go to Mr. Popper's Penguin? Because it's the most famous film. <laughs> Why? Because I haven't seen Mr. Popper's Penguins and I don't know what it's about. I don't know what it's about. And two, because when you say he talks to animals, I think that they talk back to him. Do the penguins talk to him? I've never seen it! I don't know! Right, so what you're saying is we need to continue the Mr. Popper's Penguin cinematic universe. Sony? Craven Thunder, great idea. And there's another one, is he called Nightwatch? Nightwatch, which apparently Spike Lee's going to do. Again, obscure as fuck. Spike Lee spin off character Nightwatch. from the 90s he's who appeared in like one a, story and then a very brief limited series he's basically well it's supposed to be an ongoing but it cancelled after like 9 yeah, issues he's, he's it basically a spawn ripoff. he's spawned but he's not like overly supernatural basically yeah. he's got the same cape and costume and he so gets stupid if I remember correctly he gets, make it into a film. he gets his powers from a suit that he picks up from a dead future version of himself great hey, idea what? for a story <laughs> great, great idea for a story like a future version of himself arrives like in his lap dying and is like don't I think he even warns him he's like don't like don't don't do what I did and the Miss guy's like what the hell will do so Miss oh, oh, of course well, there you go so it's already been done it's already been done several On times channel 4 uh, E4 sir E4 ever um, it's the fun one so Sony have got for young people that they're developing or want to develop and, and that's the plan <laughs> Venom being as financially successful as it has in it's opening weekend means that Sony are now turn- the gears are turning Morbius is definitely going to happen in some form I wouldn't be surprised if Black Cat was the next day fast track they are going to continue on with the Spider-Man characters given their own stories that are separate from Spider-Man. But... Can we just not? Tom Holland has one film left on his contract. Mm. One film more than the MCU agreement. Sony do get greedy. They get so freaking greedy if they think they're onto a success. Which, to be fair, it's been a while. So if they get if they get really massively sort of, you know, elated and get that sort of that, that rush from Venom's success what's to say that they won't just go oh Disney hey yeah we're, we're here to negotiate like the next deal um, it's fine 
We'll call it there. Hey Tom, we're going to put you in Venom 2. Or hey Tom, we're going to put you in Morbius. But you know or, what? Hey Tom, we're doing another Spider-Man movie. You know what? So continuity. But of course, it's then in that bastardized. It's going to trick people because people are going to go, "Oh, we really like him." Is it? It's a carrying on of his story. And it's like, well, it is a carrying on of his story. But it's broken. But it's now broken. You know what? I would not put connected it connected to the other thing that's done really well. You know what? I wouldn't put it past Disney to do. All right. No, oh, yeah. What well, you project your profits for that? Okay. Here's four times that. If they've got the cash to splash, yeah. They'll, if it comes down to it, Disney will pay, will pay to keep Spider-Man. I mean, Sony are being led by idiots here with this stuff. You, you, yeah. you remember Spider-Man Homecoming, the the, 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 the press junket? Some no. of the press junket for Homecoming was Amy Pascal, head of Sony Pictures, and Kevin Feige, head of Marvel Studios, sat together, which is really unusual for press junkets. Yes, but it, it was them. And in one of them, the journalist asks about Venom, and she says, oh yeah, no, it's cool, because Venom is, you know, Venom's part of the, the Marvel cinematic universe and Kevin Feige sat next to him just turns to him and is like what? and you can see him going wait what? like this is not a conversation we've had yeah and she sort of yeah. wraps the question up she's like yeah mm-hmm. and then they move on and the rest of the interview you can just see him sort of side-eyeing and like we are going to have fucking words after this interview yeah I want to see that. This is how. <laughs> yeah, this is how. This, um, is, this is the lady who's like, I want, I want more female-centric yes. summer blockbusters. Fantastic, great. Hey, Paul Feig, I want you to do Ghostbusters. Oh, I have no interest in that. Yeah, but I want to hear what your take is. Oh, right. Don't you already have like three prospective scripts for a Ghostbusters follow-on? We'll get rid of them. It's fine. And do you know what I mean? She's somebody who obviously has some good ideas and intentions I'm pretty sure but is also a pretty terrible business person in several other aspects she's fascinating to me I'm sorry to bang on about it but I'm pretty sure she was the one in the emails that leaked which was like we have to get who exactly Exactly. we need to get who and it's like I don't think and it was apparently it was was Moffat who stood in the way of it happening a lot of those she's desperate for a franchise stay on a lot of the emails that leaked was, was from Amy Pascal, the Sony email. Yeah, it was a lot of her stuff, and that's where a lot of the information that we have about what was planned after Amazing Spider-Man Two comes from. Oh, including and including a yeah, including yeah. a an espionage spy movie prequel about young Aunt May. Yeah. Oh no. Sorry. <laughs> Amy Pascal is, was determined to have female-led summer blockbusters but wouldn't sort of then put that idea out amongst the screenwriters and be like, right, what stories are out there that we've not heard yet? Let's thingy. She was just like, this, that's an idea. Someone make that. And one of them was a Amazing Spider-Man prequel starring a 20-something Aunt May, and it was a spy story. Mary Parker? Yeah, because they were going to tie it in loosely so she was to her and her husband's be, yeah. story. In the she was essentially going to be a kind of like Agent Carter, Hayley Atwell type thing. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. That's weird. Why would you do that? <laughs> because exactly. Sony have terrible ideas. Also, apparently, Amy Pascal was due to leave Sony in 2015. Mm-hmm. How did that go? Probably financial success for <laughs> something last minute that persuaded them to keep her they on. probably didn't. They were probably like, no one else wants this, guys. No one wants this poison challenge. <laughs> Just, no, no one wants this poison. <laughs> well, <laughs> no one wants this. Venom. <laughs> just wrap, just end it. There. Shall we take it? Shall we take it home? I will take it home with with what the film left us on. Uh, much okay. like Amazing Spider-Man Two, this movie didn't have a post-credit scene of its own. It had a mid-credit scene with Ronald McDonald, 
But they should just not do it because it's Marvel's thing. Yeah, well, like how Amazing Spider-Man Two randomly gave us a clip from X-Men: Days of Future Past in this weird co- collaboration oh, with Fox weird. to show a clip from Days of Future Past. This film ends with at least another Sony project. Yeah, as another the big, Spider project. Yeah, as the big caption blares up. Meanwhile, in another universe, <laughs> and we get the best thing that was on screen over that two hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. um, and I think that clip is responsible for us coming out of Venom and feeling really like warm and fuzzy. Yeah, because that movie is a that kid dressed as Spider-Man and he's dragging along a hobo's corpse. <laughs> I would, uh, yeah, I, would, I have so much I want to say about that. So, uh, for those who don't really know, good. we're talking about after the credits of Venom, a 15 certificate movie in the UK. Um, it shows us okay. a. So a three-minute clip? Yeah, it's, a, it's just a three-minute scene. Uh, from it's Into the Spider-Verse. The, yeah, it the, even the has a cut. Spider-Man it has movie. a cut in it. Yeah. They literally just took a chunk of the movie yeah. out and were like, here you go, I'll there you go. watch this. Two, so, right, so, it's, <laughs> they, 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 with all superhero films at the minute, everyone knows that there's a post-credit scene, and yeah. there was buzz going into it that there's two post-credit scenes. I knew it was there, because, <laughs> again, I'm just... In the animation community, it's very small, and it was just like, go see it, it's here, there's a bit of it here. And, um, and I imagine there's a, pr- a lot of buzz around that movie, because it looks fucking great. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially after the latest trailer sort of reveals that every single alternate universe character, and their respective universe that's glimpsed, has a different visual style. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, they actually tackle the animation differently. Yeah, which is and, pretty beautiful, um, especially when you see the little shot of them all skulking the, around the ceiling. So good! The main like, mile they stuff. all look completely different, but they are fitting in they here. Fit the main is, mile is, that, stuff. is that Gank? I think it's supposed to be Gank, yeah. Oh, they've slimmed him down because Ned Leeds um, is sort of the chubby but friend, I think, isn't it? So I think... Um, down, but, yeah. it's, it's the closest thing I've seen <laughs> to bringing comic panels to life while maintaining the idea of them as comic panels to the point where it's, it's got the fucking ink dots yeah. on it oh 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 uh, it's uh, just dot, dot separation thing is, is, is an upcoming kind of just um, not mood but it's a thing it's yeah. an animation at the moment style um, because cause it's also in the DuckTales intro the new DuckTales in fact it's all over the show it's just all of the, the well, it's beautiful because with that they're trying to make it look like the, the, the newspaper strips aren't they like, yeah, the, yeah. The little, yeah. That's, um, I love the look of that I've it's, still it's, not watched many episodes, but I did see some of that one where Donald Duck gets a voice briefly and they got Don Cheadle to play. I haven't seen that. Yeah. I think his preview clips are online. Okay. But it's really fun. Like Donald Duck for a while just speaks clearly and it's Don Cheadle voicing him. <laughs> it's great. Fuck yeah. He says he ate duck to prepare for the role. <laughs> um, I love Don Cheadle. But uh, my, my favourite thing about that was because as well, in the week before uh, Doctor Who came out, they were screening the trailer for Doctor Who at the start of Venom. Why? And it's still on, on in certain cinemas. The trailer is still playing as well. Yeah, it wasn't on for us, which is a bit disappointing. But, um, but we did I get know. a trailer for whatever <laughs> I just the other films with the trailers. I can't couldn't, remember. Couldn't Robin see this. Tra- uh, oh Robin yeah, Hood, <laughs> which looks okay. And the Spider Verse was just brilliant. And uh, Elite Battle Angel. Yeah, which looked pretty cool. Yeah, but okay. um, the the thing is, I love the idea of a bunch of lads. Four or five lads, like loads, loads, yeah, loads. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we'll just go to pub to play some football. I don't know. <laughs> Let's um, go to the pub to play some football. That's what they yes. do at pubs. How big are the pubs you visited? Um, <laughs> they got, got big guns. Very big beer gardens. Yes, beer gardens. I'm just picturing um, like a really crowded Weatherspoons where like they're passing the football from foot to foot like penguins with eggs. <laughs> <laughs> just go with me under the water on Saturday night, mate. <laughs> 
but they but they, they go in they sit down and then the ads start and and there are films for like robin hood which looks like trite and then um <laughs> it might be a really good film but the trailer house didn't do its service if that's the case mm-hmm. um and then you get doctor who okay and then also before we saw venom there was actually a trailer for Spider-Verse. Yeah, there was for us. So, do you want more talk in this dimension? Because I don't want to freak him out. That uh, so oh, no, it was the older one, I think you said, Billy, wasn't it? Well, yeah. yeah. They, we, had, we had a weird edit of the two. Oh, okay. It wasn't the oh, old one. It was. It, it was, had different sh- footage in it. Yeah. And it was edited. Okay. There was stuff in there that wasn't in either trailer, yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was, yeah. More Goblin and stuff like that. Yes. Or, yeah. or Dragon, whatever he is in this one. <laughs> well, I mean, I imagine it's the close to the ultimate version of Green Goblin. Sort of, yeah. I guess. Sorry, I, I, I just like the I like the fact that it's basically the ultimate universe, but obviously they've obviously, they've taken yeah, their own, they've little, taken yeah. their own spin on it as well, because yeah, because yeah. yeah. like Miles' dad and how Scorpion looks. Scorpion looks terrifying. Just those big metallic legs, and he's just sort of torso on top of the thing. Is that one that you see the Stinger going in the bedroom floor? He's like attacking him. Oh floor. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's rad. Um, um, the Goblin's a big dragon thing, and Fisk looks amazing. The Kingpin. Yes, he's so a tiny little that, face. Tiny, especially that shot where it's just blackness, and all you can see is the outline of his shirt and his face in the dark. Oh no, it's yeah. the, the shot when there's an explosion there, oh. and it just sort of blends <laughs> back. Yeah. yeah. And it free, freeze frame. Got so free. I just love the idea of a bunch of people going out to watch Venom because they think it's going to be a great movie. Yeah, Tom Hardy. Yeah, and then oh, they act- Hardy, and yeah. then they actually watch the film and they and for some somehow love it unironically. And then like, oh, two post credit scenes. Yeah, Carnage. Oh, what's the next one going to be? Fucking cartoon comes on. Yeah. It's all oh, it's all funny. Colourful. It's light hearted <laughs> and it's fucking. And it's weird. It's like good. <laughs> <laughs> What, what is this feeling I'm experiencing? <laughs> is this has changed my life. <laughs> is this appreciation of quality. What is this here? Entertainment. I don't think these people exist. <laughs> Certainly not our versions of. No, them. they don't. No. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it's it's it. But I, again, I just love the idea of there being people who would not go and watch an animated film, who would go out their way to watch a fifteen though, because it is a fifteen, mm. and those people do exist. Yeah. Uh, when we went to, we went to the Great Northern to see it today yeah uh, the box office was closed because probably because they didn't have enough staff because it's a modern cinema um, but there was no issues everywhere like Venom's a 15 I need required Venom's a 15 I need required I'm like Jesus which means a lot Christ. of kids have been trying yeah. to get into Venom a lot, yeah. a lot of kids were trying to get into it because they wanted to see the new Spider-Man movie because everyone, everyone knows that Venom even looks still like yeah. Spider-Man. They took yeah. away the white spider on his chest, but he's still got enough veinage. Yeah, like for white, to, white veins. To have the suggestion of, the, of a white spider. And the eyes. Well, yeah. But then, yeah, again, it, Venom is a 15. They're stuck in their post-credits role. I mean, they even reduced it in the States, didn't they? It was going to be an R and now it's PG-13. And it was very last minute. It was but like a three-minute decision. It was an R rating and then it became a PG-13. So over here, that would usually be a 12A. Mm. But I think... We were talking about this before. We I, think I think it's I think a little it's, stronger. I think it's the amount of use of the word shit. Yeah. And Which is strange because that would surely be an easy one to cut. Yeah, they but... to make it accessible. Yeah, I think, I think, I think if they cut any more of this movie out, it's going to fall apart. And I think it was the snapping of the bones and shots like that that probably made them go, yeah. we'll keep yeah. it as a 50. Yeah, the violence was surprisingly 50. tame, but yeah. there was oh, a then, then it bites it. someone's head off and then you don't see a corpse. Yeah. No. He apparently eats someone in that convenience store and you don't see them. No. no. Like anything. <laughs> just gone. 
It's just like, huh? There's a lot of people getting impaled with no real blood. No, and... no. It's a very, very, very clean movie in that regard. Yeah, yeah so there's definitely a lot of CGI blood that they took out in the edit, I think. Yeah. I so, yeah. CGI blood shit. Oh, God, but... It's rubbish. I'm sorry. Miles Morales sort of instinctively using his um, stinger shock on... Peter, because obviously he's not triggered yeah. a spider sense like proper or whatever. Miles, he's freaking out. Miles visiting his version of Peter's great. This is some really interesting stuff. I can't yeah. wait because they're, they're, they're taking they're all, taking all story the, cues from the comic book. All the floral tributes around Peter's around Peter Parker's grave, which is like it, like an ultimate because obviously awesome. obviously people know who he is after that yeah. point. And, and he's, when, he's older. When you do eventually revisit May, yeah. in the Miles Morales run, you find out like what the public's reaction has been to this teenage boy in that version who was Spider Man and was saving people and died saving people. And it's like, oh, oh my god, oh god, when she when like he first rocks up and no, because she confronts him first, doesn't she? She's yeah, like, I think so. who the fuck are you? Why are you pretending to be my nephew? And it's like, oh god, it's like, oh, this <laughs> is tense. And then Spider Man. Oh my yeah. god, that bit in Spider Man. Oh, I'm surprised this pulls this. quite a lot from Spider Man. Yeah, there's a beautiful... Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, that amazing the movie, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, I think... And the Insomniac suit is there in one of the cases. So well, in the, in that the, exists in this it, continuity as this well. This implies... Well, this... It's like Peter Porker is in the movie. I'm so freaking happy. It about. can get weirder. <laughs> Peter Parker's tombstone is... Um, it says he was 27 when he died. Yeah. I think that's supposed to be around the same age that, he, that the... Peter Parker in this story is mm-hmm. so like well yeah like sort of definitely knackered yeah. twenty seven he's got yeah. yeah I was gonna say he looks God, Go- I hope I don't look that bad in a year Grey's, Grey's are coming in but I think the implication oh. he's been in this universe for a bit isn't it because the way he's sort of trying to disguise Maybe. himself and he looks a bit knackered and like he's grown in a bit so it's yeah. almost like he's uh, I love that I, that that yeah. line that line is amazing though I love that whole like, it's the kid dressed as Spider Man it looks like he's carrying a hobo's <laughs> corpse. <laughs> It's uh, it's directed by uh, Lord Miller, yeah, yeah. Off off the back of of being freed from fucking Star Wars, being yeah. uh, <laughs> allowed to pursue other opportunities yes. from Solo or Star Wars, story, um, which turned out remarkably well considering the amount of bullshit that was going on with that movie. It turned yeah. out to be a remarkably acceptable film. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was in the middle of the road. <laughs> I like it. So Chewie's eating people now, but it's um, not a good place to drive. Chocolate A story by them as well, with help from Alex Hirsch. Nice. And I'm just like, ooh, give me that. I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to it. Mean, if you want to talk about deep cuts that make comic fans genuinely salivate, we're going to see the Prowler in a film. Yeah. That's cool. Is he the guy with the big metal boots running up hill, the, the walls and stuff? Yes. Like, yeah, the, the, the purple and dark. I thought he was a Spider Man, but he's not no. a Spider Man. He's, he's a, a Prowler. He's, he's a villain in the mm. ultimate version <clears throat> of the comics where Miles Morales originated. He's revealed to be Miles's uncle. That's cool. So I don't know if they're going to keep that, but I would imagine so. But they've obviously hinted at that in the MCU because the character that um, that's the character that Donald Glover plays in Homecoming, Homecoming is that character because he says like you know he'll be running around doing the shit. I mean, I've got a nephew, man. It's like that's a Miles Morales reference yeah. in Homecoming. Uh, so they've seen the idea Morales. of Miles Morales in that. Year. But it'll be what. Much nine, younger. yeah, nine. Eight if Peter's like fifteen, Miles yeah. will be like nine. Oh, younger than that, even. Yeah. Well, do 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 Marvel own the rights to Miles? Yes, no. And no he's part of the yeah. Spider-Man deal, right? But um, by the time they get round to doing a Miles, yeah. if if they, they get round to doing a Miles, Miles movie, they they will probably have all those rights because they'll have bought all the other movie studios in the world, <laughs> and there will only be Disney plexes. <laughs> 
The cinema uh, going experience is bad enough as it is. I don't really make it any fucking worse. Your heart, man. Jesus. Where do you want to eat for dinner tonight? Well, we can only go to the Disney store. That's all there is now. <laughs> I'm going to eat an up plush. It's oh, all. Oh, man. Have you tried the new Tum Tum casseroles? <laughs> all the dumplings have little faces. This one looks like Buzz Lightyear. Eat it, child. This one looks like my friend Dave who went missing three years ago. Oh, we bought him. Uh, we bought the we rights bought, to Dave. We, we bought the rights Dave. to Dave and his body, and we made him a dumpling. <laughs> sorry, you... sorry, what's that, Disney? You bought the what? We bought the dead. I do like the idea of Disney just owning these really abstract, like <laughs> just concepts, like, concepts and feelings. Like we bought anger. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Haunted Mansion Complex <laughs> and our six billion happy haunts. Oh my god, do you recognise any? Grandmother? How, <laughs> how many of these haunts are David S. Pumpkins? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> we bought SNL. And the skeletons are? Part of it! And part of it we have been segways yay uh, thank you Billy John and Dad for joining us to chat Venom and thank you for dragging us essentially to I'm, Venom I would say come back welcome. anytime <gasps> please Venom do. you're here too <laughs> yes of course I'm here I've been here the whole time oh wow shut up Venom he's been inside us all along I've been up your asses <laughs> <laughs> I know I could feel something like <laughs> uh, tell us well, don't tell us, we bleed no, but tell them where the world can find you on the interwebs and where to look out for stuff. Um, you can find us at facebook.com. So- <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> there we go. Just do a search. Look. So, uh, that's uh, not an invitation to just add us on Facebook. <laughs> Please don't. Five Free Fans, uh, all one word, the, no, uh, the word five. Yes. Um, five on Facebook, fans. Twitter, at 5WF. YouTube, just type in Five Who Fans, will pop up. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but we bleep out the word shit, so <laughs> that might offend you. <laughs> you little snowflake. Um, not, not let the devil in. <laughs> John's got a parasite. Should we give our personal Twitter handles at this point? or Hit me. Hit I've, got, me I've got a Lego YouTube channel as well. <laughs> I've got I do I do I do little Lego animations on there, so you can find me there at youtube.com forward slash well built B I L L T. It's Bill Crack. T is good crack. Yeah. I especially like your recent um, twelfth doctor reacts to the woman who fell to earth video. Oh thank you. There's not gonna be any more. <laughs> I don't want there to be. I don't want there to be. That was a lot. I think it's a beautiful little, little There are people asking to do it every week and I'm no. No, no. I, I want you to do it every week. Production wise, just make it easy on yourself. Just wiggle a twelfth doctor figure in frame. I mean, you've already got things. the frames. Yeah, yeah, I do. All, all you need to do Choose is the lip syncing. Yeah. All you need to do then, really, all you want to do. <laughs> what is have get, we done? <laughs> install Adobe Character Animator for the lip sync, and then you're away. You Dan, where can we find you? <laughs> well, you can find out everything about Clive Swift at Dan Sherrett one <laughs> Dan Sherrod 01 for the... Cl- it's, I warn you now, it's a Clive Swift fan account. It's Dan, incredible. Dan is actually in negotiations to buy the rights to Clive Swift. What about, what about your, your primeval content? Oh, uh, well, hopefully the two will merge. <laughs> Swift evil. Clive Prime. <laughs> 
I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Clive Prime and Swift Evil are symbiotes from the 90s. It's, it's, it's prime time for Clive time. John, where the hell are you on the internet? Uh, I'm in all of the wrong places. Good. Yeah. <laughs> just, just type Bowset. Bowsette. 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 You can catch these three gentlemen oh, uh, in a current no. weekly series of Five Who Fans, uh, which is the discussions for Series 11. Hey, uh, guess who's going to be in this week's episode, which is about Rules and Park. I can't wait to try not to make jokes that will probably offend some set people even though they're well meaning it's going to be so much fun tune in to Five Food Fans next week to see four white boys talk about Rosa Parks (laughs) that's the thing that's going to happen of course myself and Matt you can find us anytime Big Damn Cast on Twitter please email in bigdamncontact at gmail.com if you want to send us questions and thingamajigs because we look through the emails and we read them with our eyes Uh, or more covers of the theme tune I'll be alright that would be lovely if you've got got a cover of the theme tune go for it whatever instrument just not that one not all that one tuba well over my bow or saxophone look out she's playing a horn (laughs) (laughs) I'll show you that in a minute sorry (laughs) over context it still works pretty well (laughs) until next time tell peeps about us if you want us to make more things because if not we will shrivel and die and the podcast we'll see you next week (laughs) right now Here's more of Dan Rawlings version of the theme. Goodbye. Woo! Dan. 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 Dan.